Good morning, everybody. It is Saturday. It is July 4th, the day of independence. That could be arguable. Some people, you know, they're like, that's not the official day. But it is the day we celebrate. It is the day in America that we chose to celebrate our Independence Day. And how do you celebrate? Um, if you're in another country, do you, how do you celebrate um, um, in your country for the 4th of July here? I know people like to barbecue, go out to the lake, light a bunch of fireworks. Um, I'm not sure if we'll light fireworks. I'm a little um, intimidated by fire, so it's not something I choose to get involved in. But I'm super excited about today. Um, it's it rained last night. It's been raining. Um, the the storm last night was absolutely so amazing. So I could see the lightning at a distance, and then I just sat in my window, and it was really dark, and it was just the wind came up, and it got crazy, and it was just this huge lightning show, and it was absolutely beautiful. And I love the rain. Like my garden has grown three times as fast with the rain in the last week than it did with city water. That tells me a lot. And I really evaluate things like that. I, um, you know, I, I watch like growing my garden. I started that in May and it is now starting to rain in July and it's finally just started to grow. Like my corn went from like this high to like now it's, it's like this high just in a week. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I'm so excited. Um, today's daily bread on day four of this 60 day um, journey is uh, called Beyond the Stars. And the verse comes from Psalms chapter eight, verse one. You have set your glory in the heavens. Um, and the story goes in 2011, the National uh, Aeroadonic I'm going to try to say this, Aero, Aeronautics and Space Administration celebrated 30 years of space research. In those three decades, shuttles carried more than 355 people into space and helped construct the International Space Station. After retiring five shuttles, NASA has now shifted its focus to deep space exploration. Human race has invested massive amounts of time and money with some astronauts even sacrificing their life to study the immense universe. Yet the evidence of God's majesty stretches far beyond what we can measure. I gotta note this. When we consider the sculptor and the sustainer of the universe who knows each and every star by name, we can understand why the psalmist David praises his greatness. God's fingerprints are on the moon and the stars which he set in place. The maker of the heavens and the earth reigns above all. Yet he remains near to all his beloved children, caring for each intimately and personally. He loves each one of us in our own needs. We were created with our own separate needs, our own ways to be loved. And the only one who can show you how you were created to love is God. And so it's absolutely beautiful that he can and does love each one of us the way he created us to be loved. 
In love, he gives us great power, responsibility, and the privilege to care for and explore the world he entrusted to us. As we study our star-splattered night skies, our creator invites us to seek him with passion and persistence. He hears every prayer and song of praise follow, flowing from our lips. How does the wonder of creation remind you of God's nearness? How can you praise him for his wonder and majesty? Loving creator of the universe, God. Thank you for being mindful of us. Amen. This is absolutely so beautiful because when I look at the stars and the moon, they are a guide to me. They've been a guide to me since I was a child. I remember not understanding it was Oren's belt. And I always looked at like these three stars and then it had like stars down the center. And I always prayed to those stars um, because... Growing up, my parents often drank and drive and they would fight aggressively. And I remember us kids in the back, it'd be late at night and I would be staring at this constellation like, God, just please, I just want to live. And that became my focus point. Anytime I felt fear or anytime I felt lost, I always found that constellation and I always felt comfort. Even when I didn't believe in God, I remember going through treatment and somebody goes, Christine, I gotta ask what it is that you believe in. Um, because of how I carried myself, I still carried myself to a standard, but people knew that I struggled believing in God. And I said, I believe in the stars. I just look at them and I know there's something, there's something bigger than me. I just don't know what. So for me, the stars and the moon and the sun, that's another one. God created those. Those are the great lights. And when God creates something, he puts a piece of himself in it. It's just like when we have children. If you have a child, when I had my children, a piece in me is in my children. Just as God creates life forms on earth, the plants, the oceans, people, a piece of him is it in each and every one of us. And that is absolutely beautiful. His love is in each and every one of us. I'm still on the, um, why can't I think of the book? Purpose Driven Life. And in it, it says we will all return to our first love. And our first love is God. Because God created, it was the first, first thing, first person, the first ever anything to ever touch us with love. So when it says we are returning to our first love, we are going to return to, to um, God. So God is our first love. Uh, I got, you know... We, right here, it says the human race has invested massive amounts of time and money um, with some astronauts even sacrificing their life to study the immensity of the universe. See, humans, I'm going to be outright honest. Humans are never satisfied. We never have enough. And we've spent so much time and money investing, searching outside of what God has given us. And what has happened? We've lost money, we've lost people's lives, and nothing really, we have a better understanding, but what purpose is that understanding? What purpose is that for our future? We spend so much time searching outside of what God has given us in the earth that we're destroying our own earth right now. We're destructive because we don't care. We'll just, you know, go live out somewhere in space, but that's probably not gonna be the case. 
I've come to absolute truths with God. Things that I never thought I would understand, God has shown me truth. Um, we'll probably never be able to sustain naturally outside of the world God has given us. He gave us this earth. He gave us this world. And we're choosing to destroy it. We make the choices to destroy the very world he gave us as a gift. We're going to have to be the ones to bear the weight of the consequences to that. Like we are now. Pollution. Overabundance of garbage. Um, just all the toxins in the world. I mean, you cannot step outside and your body absorbs toxins. So when we are driving all these cars, we got all these fumes in the air, we've got all this trash going on and we have all these toxins in the air because we want to drive vehicles and we want to have all these nice things and we want to pollute the world. Knowingly, our body, our pores absorb that toxin and we like keep ourselves sick a lot of people don't realize like when we are out like right now i am absorbing the air that's in my apartment into my body so when i sweat later i sweat out whatever i absorb and my house is a very clean house and i keep the atmosphere very clean and very natural but for many of us we're running you know um I can't imagine what it takes to filter air through a heater like that filtering system, the chemical toxins from exhaustive vehicles, we absorb that. So when it talks about the human race has invested masses of amounts of time and money, we've invested a lot of time to try to create a home outside of the very home that God gave us. Instead of just being happy with what he's given us, we've always had to have more, want more. We're never satisfied. And at one point in time, when are we going to realize this is it? God has given us the earth and this is it. What are we going to do with it? What are you doing with it? I do my part the very best I can and keep trash picked up. I can't pick up after my dog. I don't waste food. Um, but that's just, I'm a small portion. I mean, what about our future? I want my kids to have something. So this beyond the stars really opens a floodgate of a lot of stuff that, you know, I just feel needs to be talked about. We wasted a lot of time trying to go into space and we're not going to make a home there naturally. We could build all the space shuttles we want. We will never find a place that has the air and the land and the vegetation, vegetation that can sustain our human race like we do here because God gave us this. God didn't give us Mars. God didn't give us another planet. He gave us the earth. So... This is just a big one. So beyond the stars, you guys, um, who's ever watching, I hope you watch the whole thing. It definitely addresses things that we need to be more mindful of. And I want to make people more mindful, just as God is mindful. It says here, loving creator of the universe, thank you for being mindful of us. God is mindful of our needs. He gives us the things we need. He can give us the tools that we need in our life. He is mindful of us. But are we mindful of the creations he gives us? Are we mindful of the trees, the nature, the world, the earth that he has given us? Are we mindful of those things?
So I love you guys. I hope you have an amazing 4th of July. I hope that everybody gets to celebrate some way or form of a certain freedom that people died for. People died for us to have this freedom in America. Um, people gave their life for a greater purpose than themselves. And it's absolutely amazing. I've read the book called uh, Undaunting Courage, and it was about a detailed historical viewpoint of Lewis and Clark's journey from the time they actually had the idea of crossing America and discovering it, all the way to towards the end when Lewis, Captain Lewis, how he died, he shot himself because he couldn't take it anymore. He just, he ended up shooting himself. I never knew that. This is such an amazing historical book. I invite anybody to read it. If they want to read up on the history of how America was like crossed over by them because there's some truths in there. Uh, they don't teach you in school. So it's a pretty amazing book. But I love you guys. Happy 4th of July and God bless each and every one of you. Thank you.